You're tuned to Ma'Allah with Sheikh Zakaria Samir. Respected listener of Marcus Sahaba, the voice of Ahl Sunnah wal Jama'ah, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Zakaria Samir welcomes you once again into another new edition of your afternoon program, Ma'Allah. Firstly, I thank the Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for all of his great ni'mas. Great ni'mas, respected listener. It is not anyhow anything ni'mas, anyways ni'mas. No, it's ni'mas that has been specified for you. It's for you. Yes, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has specified certain ni'mas for you. Not everybody is getting what you are getting. That means we are special to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And he has formed us and he has created us and he has uh, set us up in a different way. So I thank him for all of his great ni'mas and I ask him of more. Of more of ni'mas, ya Allah. Of less of worries, ya Allah. Of less of sadness or upsetness, ya Allah. Of less anger, ya Allah. And more peace, ya Arhamar Rahimeen. Ya Rabbil Alameen. Innaka anta sami'ul alim. Wa innaka ala kulli shay'in qadir. Today, respected listener, I would like to discuss with you in those couple of minutes that we have together about a different issue. Yes, a different issue, respected listener. I used to ask myself, when Sayyidina Adam and Iblis were conversing with the Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, when Sayyidina Adam, our father Adam, disobeyed, 
and he went against the command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala of not eating from that tree. And then he went and disobeyed and he did not follow up the instructions of the Almighty Allah. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala conversed with them both Adam and Iblis. Adam regretted what he has done. Iblis did not. Adam made tawbah and asked Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for forgiveness. Iblis did not. Someone will ask a question. Yani, if Adam made tawbah and Adam may asked Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to forgive him, will Allah would have forgiven him? I would say absolutely. Why not? Yes. We ask Allah to forgive us after we have done whatever we have done and Allah forgives us. And Allah said to us too and promised us that he would forgive us if we ask for forgiveness and if we repent. So that means that even if Iblis regretted what he has done and asked for forgiveness, he would have been forgiven. But Iblis did not ask for forgiveness. No. Whatever he has asked for, he had it. So what did he ask for? He asked for time. For time. He wanted more time. He wanted to live more. So the Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave him what he wanted. If he wanted forgiveness, he would have got forgiveness, suspected listener. But he did not look for forgiveness. He looked for time. Why was he so stubborn? There is one reason that I would say personally that for that reason, that's why Iblis did not ask for forgiveness. And the reason is pride. Wow. Pride. Pride is such a terrible matter, respected listener, that you cannot, you cannot comprehend. That's why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala looks upon those ones who has pride in them in whichever direction it is. Whether you have wealth or you have beauty and you are proud of that, you have wealth, you have beauty, you have knowledge, you have authority, you have strength, you have body, you have whatever you have, whatever you have, and it makes you proud, that makes you an enemy. An enemy to who? An enemy to yourself. An enemy to yourself. Because you cannot harm anyone with your pride. You cannot harm. You cannot really harm but yourself. If you look upon yourself that you are a something different, something special, something, and you treat yourself in that way, and you put yourself in that level, and you put yourself higher and higher and higher, putting yourself, it's not that you are in a high position, 
Because if you're in a high position, you must understand something. There is many who are higher than you are. If you think that you are wealthy and you are rich, hey, you are poor comparing to the wealthy and the rich that are really in this world. If you really think that you are strong, strong, physically strong, hey, you don't know about how much of strength that there is that you don't know about. If you think that you are knowledgeable and you are a very special person, hey, that makes you a very ignorant person because you don't know how much of knowledge is there that you don't know about. So no matter how you think of yourself and you think that you are unique and you are outstanding and you are very special, you are mistaken. You are mistaken. Pride, even respected listener, takes us to uh, 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 that the angels who are sitting there, the Kiram and Katibin, who are actually writing down every action, every word, every single thing that you do, they will be very specific about those actions that you do, including, let me give you some sort of uh, uh, clearance about how much pride can go and how much pride can affect you. The look, if you look at a person with eyes that are full with pride, arrogance, power, like an outstanding type of a, a position or situation, if you look at a person with, uh, with uh, putting the person uh, uh, before you down with your look without saying no word, without even saying a word respecting the listener, that look even can be added to your books of bad deeds. Yes, because that look, uh, it hurts. It hurts and it makes you, it, make, it makes the people who are looking at you while you are looking at them in that manner, in that way, it, it hurts them. But it doesn't hurt you. But by you hurting them, you are committing a sin. And that sin, respected listener, you need to understand something. As Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa said, the smile is a sadaqah. A smile, if you smile at somebody's face and in kindness and mercy, that will be considered sadaqah. That means it's going to be written in your good deeds book. What about the, the, the uh, uh, arrogant type of a look, the proud type of a look? Where that is going to be written? In which book? Definitely it's going to be written in the uh, bad deeds book. And you cannot change that unless you change your attitude and you change your behavior. Very important, respected listener. It has been there mentioned in the Mus'haf. Hadithullah, Ahsanul Kitab, Ahsanul Hadith, Hadithullah. And that is the best of talk, our speech, is that speech of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, which came to us in the book of the Quran. Yes, respected listener. 
those human values that we need to have and we need to focus upon are very important and all of them has been mentioned in the Quran. Number one that we need to learn is human values. How to treat one another. You know, it hurts me to say so, but I have to share it with you, respected listener, because it, it clarifies what I'm talking about, a pride, the pride. You see, even sometimes you don't have pride. You don't have pride in you, but because of the habits that you grew up, because of the environment, because of the society, because of the community, this is how they deal. Shaking hands. Let's let's talk about shaking hands. When we're talking about men now, we're not talking about men and women together. No, we're talking about men only because men are to shake hands. Uh, men and women are not to shake hands. Women actually don't shake hands, but they hug. This is how they actually communicate or they greet each other. They hug each other. Men, uh, yeah, they hug from time to time, but. Uh, for strangers or who did not see uh, or do not know anyone, they shake hands. And shaking hands is such a wonderful sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam that actually break the ice if there is some sort of uh, a barrier between two men and uh, um, they're not getting together. Then if somebody works on dissolving whatever they have of issue between each other first thing first thing that we emphasize upon we say now shake hands why shake hands shaking hands touching touching actually each other's skin you see when when i shake hand with a with a man or a person i shake hands i my my skin my hand skin touches his hand skin right and we are to show some sort of emotion uh, when we are shaking the hand so we don't shake the hand like uh, touching each other like this without no uh, um, without no love without no care without no respect we, we 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 most of us most of us nowadays when we shake hands we shake hands like as if we are scared of pressing the hand maybe the bones are gonna break and the, we shake hands like as if we hardly we hardly touching each other once we touch each other's skin then the hands are off while it's not like this when it comes to the sunnah of rasulullah with Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam, he used to hold the hand, hold the hand when he is actually shaking the hand. And with the other hand, he is tapping on the hand that he is shaking. He's tapping on it, tapping on it, not hard, but tapping on it in loving, caring way, friendly way, brothering uh, uh, way in order to make the, 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 the people feel, uh, feel good. Yes, feel good. And even the hug makes it, makes it uh, 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 more and more loving, more and more caring. It's about love and care, respected listener. It's about mercy. And you must remember something. 
uh, why the animosity has been uh, so aggressive between us and the shaitan? Because the uh, although the shaitan previously, before now the incident of Sayyidina Adam, he did not leave a space in the heavens that he did not prostrate to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for. Imagine, not a spot in the heavens that Iblis did not prostrate to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for. That means he's a great abid. He's a great worshipper. So what happened to this great worshipper? Pride. Pride destroys and eats up all, all the good values, all the good manners, all the good that comes from you. Pride eats that up, burns it, doesn't leave anything because you feel that you are better. You feel that you are good. You feel that you deserve, you, you deserve better than this. While you cannot actually decide that for yourself because you are not the one who has created yourself. The one who decides that is the one who created you. Now here is the misunderstanding of the, uh, the shaitan, Iblis. We need to actually, when we, uh, we interact, when we interact with each other, obviously we have to have a sort of a base that we deal with each other uh, on. So if it is a brotherhood, if it is friendship, if it is a social type of a relationship, if it is companionship, each of these relations has its own foundation. But what is common between all these relations is, is one, which is mercy, which is Mercy in all the relationships that you have between you and your neighbor, between you and your son, between you and your wife, between you and your family, between you and anybody else. It's one common point that these uh, um, relationships uh, have is number one is mercy. Is mercy. Mercy and respect. Mercy and respect. From there we can build our community. From there we can go further and further and further in understanding and knowing the Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Know the perfect religion that He has made for us. And He does not accept anything or any religion besides this religion of ours and that is Islam. That is Islam. Allah does not accept any other religion but Islam. And he, he has been, he is satisfied with Islam. And Islam respected Islam. Come on, go into your dictionaries and, uh, dictionaries and find out what is the meaning of Islam. Islam is coming from Salam and Salam is coming from peace and peace is coming from mercy. Mercy, 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 mercy. And we, if we actually create, not to create, the mercy is there, but we need to make it 
visible, feelable. You need to make it existing. At least from your side, you don't have to make conditions upon the other side. You talk or you behave from your side and what is what comes from you definitely will have an impact on you. You cannot show mercy to somebody and then you receive the mercy with a knock a knockout. Well, sometimes it happens. <laughs> yeah, sometimes it happens, respected listener. But you have to have hope in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And you have to realize that what you do, it should be for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala only. And your intention should be directed upon the Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala only for you to receive what you are worth, for you to be appreciated. As if you are doing in order to be appreciated by mankind, believe me, you are wasting your time. You are wasting your time because these feelings or these emotions that you have uh, towards the people, you are not going to get the same. You cannot be paid back for it from human, but you can be paid back and you can get more than what you are expecting and you would be very much appreciated if you are doing it for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that is the difference between us mu'mineen and the shayateen. The difference between the mu'mineen and the shayateen. May the Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us the best, insha'Allah, Rabbil Alameen. May the Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala improve our personalities and our, our, our characteristics in order to be in the level where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will like from us and accept from us. Ameen. Ya Rabbil Alameen. At the end I say, Subhanak Allahumma bihamdik. أشهد أن لا إله إلا أنت أستغفرك وأتوب إليك والسلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته